Welcome to The Clash Tips. We have had so many updates recently. Well, I wouldn't say so many, but we've definitely had some good content come out from Clash of Clans recently. I know that T's super excited. T, you doing okay tonight? Yeah, man, I'm hyped. I, I'm really excited to talk about some of the stuff that came out. Ready to go, man. Let's do it. Yeah, so we have some uh, update information that we want to give, but first, we want to introduce our OP guest. We've already been talking. We've already been laughing. It's the OP Gamer, Mac. T, why don't you introduce him for us? Yeah, so we have Mac from McKenzie Gaming today. Uh, he is an OP streamer. I love watching all of his streams and his war commentary is always a blast. Mm-hmm. Um, so why don't you go ahead and just tell us a little bit about you, what town halls you play at, if you have any favorite town hall that you, you like in particular, how long you've been streaming, where people can catch you, that kind of thing. Hello. start op i was just i was just enjoying enjoying all the the bio there that was great i'm just getting like just learning about myself it was awesome um hello my name's mac um i'm i'm an op streamer apparently so does does OP, are you using that in a different way from overpowered? Are you using no. it in something else? Yeah, because that's so, have that, you that, actually seen me commentate wars? I like <laughs> I get so distracted. Like the chat, if, if someone says something in the chat, I t- start talking to them and then like I forget everything that's going on. And then there's like an amazing hit going on, and I've totally ignored it. And I'm just having a conversation. Basically, so the way I describe my streams are they it's like a just chat stream where Clash of Clans is happening. That's mm-hmm. kind of how it works. So that's nice. But I, I like watching. If you want to come and though. chat, then say hello to me. Yeah. <laughs> your streams are fun though, because you can actually like. I, I like that you interact with the chat because sometimes if you watch some of the bigger streamers, there's a, the chat's flying by way too fast. Like they, they even if they wanted to, they couldn't really address what's happening in the chat. But it's cool. You get to like talk to you and like I, I've said a couple things in your stream and you've responded to them and I'm like, you get that little like giddy feeling like, oh, hey, you, you talked to me. That was cool. Uh, so I don't know, man. I, I like it. It's and it's I don't know. You have interesting things to say. So I, I always have a blast watching your streams. Yeah, uh, that, that's nice. Because so you you turned that around at first. I thought that was like a sly insult saying that I was a small. <laughs> no, 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 very quickly. No, but then you no, turned no. around and it was really it was really positive in the end. I like that man. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of funny because I use OP and OG in like my everyday communication. And I definitely think it's a millennial thing. I'm, I'm definitely an older millennial and T is too. We're, we're very similar in age. And so sometimes I'll say OP or I'll say something. Oh yeah, he's an OG and I'll have to explain it. E- even my wife, sometimes I'll say, oh yeah, this, this meal is OP. And she's like, okay, wait, wait, wait. Not not OG, right? Because OG, well, what does OG mean again? It's original gangster. It's like, okay, and, and what what what's original gangster again? Like, okay, that, that means you're like all the way back to the beginning of Clash of Plans. You've been around for a super long time. But OP means you're just you're you're top. Like you're the best. You're 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 <laughs> we definitely did not mean it as a slight at all, for sure. Hey, no, I'm only joking, man. I was only joking. <laughs> So you have definitely had some OP interviews, and that's something that you're very well known for. Uh, can you name off some of the guys that and girls that you have interviewed on your Mac report? Yeah. So the Mac report was like the weirdest thing. So basically, Crunk, who I think you guys know quite well as well, mm-hmm. or Beastos, depending on what circles he's moving in. <laughs> um, but Crunk basically said, man, have you thought about doing this this sort of thing? And I was like, you know, that, that that would be real interesting. I like talking. I like talking about Clash of Clans. And so, like, the idea was just to get some people on. It kind of similar, I think, to what you guys are doing. It was basically trying to be a video podcast was essentially in my head what it was going to be. And we're going to get a couple of people on, regular guests. I'm going to chat. And then we somehow managed to convince, I think it was, like, Ted, who does, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. We managed to convince him to come on and... So that was like, oh, he's quite interesting. Well, we just do like a separate program just for him. And so we did this sort of interview sort of thing. It actually turned into more of like a, a profile interview kind of thing. And we did, uh, and it was just, it got a really nice response. And it's it's quite unique. Um, although there's lots of podcasts out there, it's this, it, it's the fact that it's on Twitch and, and then on YouTube afterwards. It's like, it's a, a slightly different feel. The, some of the guests, I mean, Clash Bashing was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. first kind of like huge youtuber i had lando on before that um lando really nice guy um but a, a slightly smaller youtuber and also had that thing where he um 
Um, because he's a spy. I don't know if he actually is, but basically <laughs> he, he can't show his face. So um, so I came up with a storyline that it's because Lando's a spy and that's why he can't ever show his face. It's, Lando's one of the nicest guys in the world. He's just he's got such a, a calm in voice. But and that was a really nice interview. But when Clash Bashing came on, he like he pinged his server, and there was like 80 people turned up that I didn't know like the chat was flowing where like I kind of keep up with what's going on it was incredible <laughs> it was just like it was awesome and it had such a positive response we've had all sorts of it's not just been YouTubers we've had like uh, Marinol and Homer mm-hmm. Beer we've had Easter, yep. the sort of champ man the guy from behind Clash Champs uh, Clash Ninja he was totally different Clash Ninja mm-hmm. was another one who didn't want to show his face he's the guy that runs the Clash Ninja website that's and, a good one. I really like that yeah. website a lot. That was a good interview. I like. Yeah, that well, and but it was a little bit of like I, I'd never spoken to this guy before. We just texted each other, and if you haven't actually, so the YouTubers and the streamers are really comfortable being in front of the camera. Sort of like the the players, they're a bit less comfortable, and sometimes it takes a little bit of time for them to sort of warm up. And I was really worried. I said this to Clash Ninja. I was like, mate, I'm really worried that this isn't going to work. So we got Risty on to just sort of sit there and smile. And uh, it, was, it turned into like a really nice interview. So we had this sort of three-way conversation. And it was great. Um, but yeah, that's uh, we've had all sorts of them. The last, I mean, like Darian's like, I think probably the pinnacle. Like mm-hmm. that yeah. was just crazy. And that was an awesome okay. interview. Very, very good. I, I enjoyed it. Wow. It just made no sense though. Because like, I've got nothing to, like, I'm not, affiliated to supercell i'm not in do you know what i mean you need to have like five thousand followers before you even get a foot in the door and i randomly messaged darian and he's like uh, on twitter like just called him out and on twitter publicly and he went yeah i'll come on your show and i was like what <laughs> uh okay then sounds good <laughs> yeah let's do this mac that's mental. awesome mac you're you're op you're op <laughs> yeah, <what> <laughs> So we asked our server, uh, which is the Clash Tips mm. Discord server, some questions that they might want to ask you because everybody in the server knows who you are. Of course, you're a big part of EYG, and I've been fortunate enough to be a part of EYG for the last six months or so. And we did get some questions, and we wanted to ask you those questions. Are you good with that? Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not giving you my bank details. <laughs> oh, well, we got to scratch off question one then. Yeah, I'll scroll that one out and that one. <laughs> All right, first question. Here we go. First question is from Alex. Clash oh, of course with, it is. Clash, clash with style. <laughs> question. Is it true, Mac? Is the second best streamer in Scotland. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a yeah, there's um, yeah, there's this other guy. Um, he's called Clash Johnny. He's the best. He's the best Clash of Clans streamer in uh, Scotland. There is another guy called uh, Clash of Style, but he's never actually on. He started going off and making YouTube content about Everdale. He doesn't do Clash of Clans streams anymore. He, he's so, not um, OP. So it is true that I'm the second best, but not for the reasons that Alex thinks. <laughs> That's a good response. I like that one. Second question from GSK, who is a regular on the EYG server as well, and also on Clash Tips. If you had one troop to remove from the game, what would it be? A. Valks. B. Valkyries. C. The Valk. D. All of the above. <laughs> I love the Valkyrie. <laughs> I miss. I I want a day when Valks are viable again. So one of like Camille did. I don't know if you saw the attack that Camille did on stream. I put a YouTube video out about it. It was the funniest war I'd ever streamed, and it was just ridiculous. So many things went wrong in it. But Camille ended up throwing in a mass Valk hit, mm-hmm. and. It was incredible. He three starred with it, and uh, and and it's awesome because you don't see people using Valks very much at all. Mm, I right. love the Valk. She is kind of useless. <laughs> if <you call> meta. <laughs> she like they hit springs too much. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't get rid of the Valk. No, who would I get rid of? What troop would I get rid of? Hmm. So we actually have a question from Flux, and actually, technically, this question is for T. But Mac, you're totally willing or totally uh, okay. able to jump in on this, but. From from Flux, T, if you could remove one troop from the game, what would it be? A, Golems, B, the Golem, 
C, a golem, or D, all the above? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of well known for my hatred of the regular golem and the Valkyrie. So probably one of those two. I honestly, I think the regular golem is an easy pick for me personally because I don't, I never really used witches and golems and witches are kind of like the, the go to pairing. I just think it's such like a boring troop. And I, the thing that pisses me off the most about the golem is like when the big golem dies and you have the little three golems and they're so worthless. You look at like the end of your attack and there's just three golems, like the little golemites <laughs> banging on a wall way on the other side, like where you entered your attack. And you're like, man, what the hell? Why did I bring this 30 troop space thing? Yeah. I don't want to know you can take a Super Bowl instead. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but, which has about a third or a fifth of the health. Uh, yeah. yeah, and we're going to get into that a little bit later on. But I, Sorry, I'm I'm curi- skipped ahead. No, no, you're good. <laughs> Mac, I'm curious. Did you play during the time when the Falcon attack was big in Clash of Clans? Mm. So I've been playing since uh, 2014. Um, September 2014, I'm pretty sure. I don't think it was 2013. Uh, basically, it was an ad cam- campaign in, uh, in, in the UK. And they had like all the, like, you know, like Supers always used to do like the, the stupid cartoon ones with like yeah. uh, the wizard with the rabbit and all that sort of stuff. I had those. like the brilliant ads. <laughs> and so that's, I picked up, it worked. I was like, oh, give this game a try. And I was commuting back and forward. So it was great for just being on the train. I'd sit on the train, play the game and then put it away and then come back and do some more. Anyway, I know that it was around about that time because there's an, I've got loads of obstacles. You'll see on my base, it's so messy around the side. And I, I hate deleting obstacles now there was a special Halloween tombstone that came out mm-hmm. and I deleted it because I needed elixir. Oh. I it. And one more came back and then I killed that one as well because they needed the elixir. I thought they'd just keep coming back. And that was it. You only got two back then. That, would, mm-hmm. that, that was all that spawned. So I don't have that obstacle and it makes me. It just makes me sad every time I look so at my sad. base. Wah, so wah, yeah. wah, so I, don't, do, I don't delete any um, any obstacles anymore. So, yeah. yeah. So on my main, I actually have the I have that original tombstone. I have the Christmas tree from that year. I played all the way up until 2016, 2017. So I don't have I think it is the 2018 Christmas tree and a few of the special obstacles they had that year. But other than those, I've used those shovel of obstacles to decorate my base in a very attractive way. I know T's a fan of the shovel of obstacles, too. Right. It's good for gems. <laughs> so last question uh actually from catfish we have a a very active podcast community and i know that you put out the mac report on podcast and podcast format and question from catfish is are you ever going to put out the mac report via uh podcast format again i don't know so basically it was a bit of an experiment i someone's like oh you should Put this as a podcast I was like, oh, that's a good idea it's really difficult to get any sort of analytics so i wasn't sure if anyone was watching it but what was definitely happening was that the ones that i put out as podcasts less people watched on youtube and i was mm-hmm. like oh i'm kind of diluting my audience and that was yeah. the sort of logic behind um so i get that it's better for some people to be able to just just have to have the audio so it's maybe something that i need to go back to the one that i the one that I basically didn't put, the first one that I didn't put out as a podcast was uh, the Shide and Mara Jade one. Um, and that was because, like, it, a lot of it was to do with Shide, like the comedy was in that Shide was basically, Shide doesn't do a face cam normally when he's streaming. And yet he put a face cam on for this and he wore a mask. And while whenever <laughs> anyone was talking, he was talking to the chat with like his eyes and his hands. And it was just hilarious. It was the funniest. Mm-hmm. It was probably the funniest one I've done. And we then went on and we streamed. We did a three-way cast of a war straight after it, which kind of just happened by chance. And it was a total cluster. And three people is far too many people to be talking about a single attack. <laughs> and it was... But all of that stuff was like, oh, I don't know how to put that into a podcast. I don't know how to make this work. Mm-hmm. And so I just, because I didn't know how to do it, I just went, I'm just not going to do it. And uh, and then I never went back to it again. So I suppose I could go back through them and turn them all into podcasts. and put them Well, out. I do understand the argument that you're diluting your viewership because it, it is more difficult to gain a following through a podcast than it is on YouTube. YouTube just yeah. does such a great job of, the, it's the medium that a lot of our Clash of Clans players use to access yeah. 
access Clash of Clans, typically your average player doesn't think about a podcast. So I, I definitely totally get that. And that was sort of the logic. Basically, I was trying to push to this, trying to push to a thousand uh, subscribers on YouTube. I've just hit that, which is congratulations. Pretty, pretty chuffed about. Yeah, we, yeah. we just <laughs> crossed over it to get to like it's basically like the the next goal is 4000 watch hours which i think i'm about halfway towards it's 4000 watch hours in a year wow. i don't know you need to be putting out a lot of content i don't put enough youtube content out i don't think because i spend so much time streaming and i really enjoy streaming mm-hmm. um that it limits how much time you've got to edit videos and put stuff out and all that so the videos that i tend to put out at the moment are once a week i put a copy of the Mac report out, which has mm-hmm. been recorded on Twitch. And then I might put some stream highlights out as well, but I've not really got any sort of like, I quite fancy doing original content on YouTube. I just haven't worked out what it is yet. So. Mm, well, it, <laughs> it definitely works well for sure. Uh, so did you guys do the August challenge? I did. And it was tough. Uh, it was a Pekka smash. And of course I'm only a town hall 13. So this is Anytime a Town Hall 14 challenge comes up, it's more difficult for me because I'm not used to that Town Hall yet. And mm-hmm. especially doing a P.E.K.K.A. Smash, whenever you throw in all those troops down right at the same time, it was difficult for me to get the timing and to remember to put everything down. I mean, you got to throw your P.E.K.K.A.s down, throw your Super Wizards down, throw your, your Coco Loons down, throw your Log Launcher down. Did, did you guys have a chance to do that? Uh, yeah, I actually managed to do it a couple times. The, the best part is I actually really like the Queen Charge Log Launcher style of attack so mm-hmm. i did that the same same thing on all three of my accounts it took me three tries on my main and then two tries on each of my other accounts and then my fiance was looking at it and was like how do i do this and i was like oh, if you want me to do it i'll, I'll do it i you know <laughs> already done it a bunch of times everything was fine she hands me her phone it took me like 15 tries to get it right on hers i got like how i can't tell you how many 99 percent time fails i got it yep. was like I don't know why, but I, that one was fun. That was actually one that I didn't really need to look anything up. I tried one entry from three o'clock and it went terribly. And then I went one entry from like 630 with a queen charge log launcher from four o'clock and then the P.E.K.K.A. smash right next to the, the log launcher and demolished it. I had a very similar entry. Mac, did you get a chance to do it? I, do you know what? I didn't do it. I think I looked at it and went, oh, I'll come back to that later. And I didn't, but I, that, <laughs> I wonder if that's, I wonder if that's, um, that's the same for quite a lot of players where like I love yeah I love this concept. So when they used to do like the challenge attacks and it was just like stupid bases and stupid amount of time and it was like mm-hmm. it was all right, but it was like, oh yeah, okay, I've been trolled, there's a whole lot of skeleton traps there, like a million <laughs> skeletons or whatever. Do mm-hmm. like, oh great. But like these ones have actually like right, recreate an attack. That was really good. The first one I ended up I basically I used burnt base. I made a wee video of me using <laughs> so Burn Base. Funny. Look at oh, the video clever. and then copy the attack. And then and, and I still didn't get it right. I screwed up like a million times. <laughs> um, and then, uh, but this one, I think, I don't even know what happened. I must have just been busy or something. But it, I don't know how that's an excuse. It was out for like how many weeks? I think it's live for like two weeks or something. Two and weeks, I, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah two somewhere weeks. In there. But um, no, I never did it. So yeah, you know. You know what's funny? Like we talked about this the last time, um, or maybe a couple episodes ago, with uh, Mark from All Hail, and I was saying that I love these things, but I wish they were almost like an event, like clan games, where they happen every month at the same time, so everybody knew and everybody could like, you know, it's like a thing, you know, like CWL happens and then the challenge comes out and then clan games happens and then you have like a week off, right? Like that would be cool, like if you had like a consistent sort of event schedule so that you knew and like. Because I'm very habitual, so if like something just randomly comes out, like I've forgotten to do some of the challenges before for sure. Where I'm like, oh yeah, I'll do that on Saturday, or I'll I'll do that tomorrow, and then you know three days go by, and I'm like, oh oops, <laughs> forgot to do that. But this one at least always... like they gave you a book, you know, so that yeah. that motivated me to get it done. There is always the sort of the dead space. So you got like so you've got that regular routine with like clan games and CWL. Mm. And then there is that dead space where they always have like some sort of like troop event or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think the re- I don't know maybe the rewards need to be better on that. A lot of the time, I'm like, nah, I'm not trying to work out how to make that army fit or that troop fit into my legends attack. Do you know what I mean? It's like right. So it depends on what the reward is. Like I did the the Super Bowl one mainly because I wanted to try out the Super Bowlers, but I was kind of done with the Super Bowlers by the time. I got to like 20 attacks. It was like, yeah, fucking yeah. I'm, I'm actually only, 
Yeah, 20 is a lot, man. Yeah, and I was pulling teeth and I was like, I'm, I don't like these. <laughs> you, know, yeah. you, you know what I, I don't did? don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> so, I, so I just trained up a whole uh, army camp of sneaky gobs and I just attacked bases that had their town hall close to the edge. And I jumped my sneaky gobs into the town hall and then I dropped one Super Bowler. <laughs> Yeah, and that's how I, I got my 20 attacks in. Hizzle was <laughs> saying that he has his, his Super Bowlers boosted. And so I just requested, I, I didn't use anything else. I didn't use a Siege Machine, whatever, on my Town Hall 11. I just kept requesting just the single Super Bowler. And so when I well, was like at like 48%, pretty sure that my you know farming army was going to get 50%, then I would drop the Super Bowler. And that's the same thing. It was just like, whatever. I don't even care about the stupid Super Bowler. Which so funny. <laughs> Yes. We'll talk about later, but you know. yeah. Well, so Mac, what do you think about the Super Bowler? I know that you mentioned earlier that it, it's pretty squishy as far as a troop goes. Doesn't have a lot of HP. What are your initial thoughts on it? It's underwhelming. Is probably I think that's how I've described it on stream. I think the probably I think it's probably going to be an effective troop, though. I think people will work out a way to use it. It's, but it's not like the dragon. So when the dragon rider came out. It was like, okay, this is tanky, does a lot of damage, it's flying, so like half the defenses don't target. It's like, all right, this is a this is this is a decent like you could tell immediately this was going to be a decent troop. Super bowler, it kind of reminds me of how they released bowlers. Um, I don't know if you remember when bowlers came out, but they had like they were I think they were they were quite squishy and it took up uh, eight housing space as well. Mm. And then they maybe like two, three weeks later, they, they adjusted the housing space because it was just wasn't effective enough. And then put it down to six and that that totally changed how you could use them. You could then put them in a CC um, be really effective. Like there was a lot of tweaks that um, just that little adjustment made um, just totally changed the way that attacks happened. Mm. And I, I wonder if that's maybe what we're going to see because, yeah, it is like when people point out that like an E-Drag or um, or a Golem has the same housing space and they've both got a lot more health, then it's like, yeah, it has. Super Bowlers have got the same problem that Bowlers have always had, that is as soon as their tank goes, they just die. They always die in the middle of the base. They get into yeah. the middle, they throw the, bowlers, the, the, the boulders out, and then they can just kind of, by the end of the attack, you're just relying on the heroes to sort of. Yeah, especially if your sure. healers lock onto your queen or or your warden, and, and they hit a couple double bombs or something like that, like they they're pretty much gone at that point. And that's what I've noticed in the streams. And I've even noticed YouTubers and streamers who are saying that these things either need a buff or they need a troop housing space decrease. Yeah. Uh, T, T, what, which one would you go for? Here's the thing, right? You could either do the thing where it's like, okay, we we want to make bowler charges a thing. And if that's what they want, then they got to do hit points and probably a little more damage as well. Or if they want to make it just be like, I see, here's the thing. I, I think that's a niche that's not taken up by something else. Whereas if they do a troop housing space decrease and it's more kind of like a spam friendly kind of thing, I think that's kind of running into the super wizard kind mm -hmm. of niche where right. it's like, well, which one would you use? You, you know what I mean? It's really hard to make that distinction between the bowler bounce being viable and good versus a super wizard chain being viable and good and have these two troops that kind of overlap in a similar way. Right. Where I, I think it would be really fun to have a massive bowler. I said that before the troop even came out. I was like, it would be right. kind of cool yeah. to do like a we bowler. We talked about thing. that. So I personally, I would like them to just buff the troop. However, that's a lot more difficult to balance. And I think it would be, it's, it's significantly more easy to just balance a troop based on the housing space when you figure out well okay this is just too many to be able to bring so we'll just increase the housing space or you know this is not enough to bring so we'll decrease it's like a lot less uh, there are a lot fewer knock-on effects to that right where if you say increase the damage by 50 percent, and all of a sudden it can one shot and it hits like a, a certain break point on certain buildings and all of a sudden the troop is just destroying bases right like mm -hmm. that I don't know, you, you know, because you're still working with the same baseline damage and, and health. You're just trying to figure out how many is the right number that you could bring in a space. Well, and the Super Wizard has a significant advantage over the Super Bowler because the Super Wizard's lightning automatically chains to up to three targets. Mm -hmm. When the Super Bowler's boulder bounces three times, but that second and that third bounce, for example, may not hit a darn thing on the base. True. And so another interesting observation that I've made is the Super Bowler's 
seem to be dying, like right in the middle of the base. As soon as they get some high HP, maybe they get a couple Expos locked onto them, they just kind of vanish. And it's very difficult, unless your healers are under rage, to keep them alive. And even with Super Wizards, like the, typically they're going to vanish in the middle of the base as well. So it's kind of like, okay, I can use this Super Wizard who has a lot less housing space, or I can bring this and, and also chains up to three targets automatically or i can bring this 30 space super bowler with my attack and it's going to die around the same time as the super wizard is and the boulders don't even go anywhere specific I don't know, what do you think about that mac i think if it's got 30 house in space it needs to be a lot tankier i think when i saw when i saw the stats and i was like wow 30 house in space wow that's like mm. it's just gonna be a big beast and right. actually it never uh, that's not what you've got you've got something that is still like you're saying yeah it's a bit but more similar to Super Wizards. I think the range potentially of the bowler with this three bounce uh. thing is longer potentially than like the three building chain. But you're mm -hmm. right, you've got much more, it's potentially easier to target the, the Super Wizards than it is to target the bowlers. I do <laughs> love the way it looks. Yeah, yeah, yeah it looks he looks cool. badass. He looks absolutely awesome. Yeah, yeah. I kind of feel like the, the power is an interesting one though. So if you look at like some of the, and this is something they definitely won't change. Like, and they've possibly tested it. But if you look at like the super wizard's ability compared to a wizard, it's like that's huge. It's totally different. Or like the uh, witch with like it's just a, it's a totally different function. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But the bowlers, it's like right, guys, we're right. We're going. We want to make a super bowler. Okay, cool. Right. What have we got? Ideas. Um, well, why don't we just make it bounce one more bounce? Like. <laughs> Mm -hmm. okay yeah that sounds good and like really that, that's so you we know we chatted on stream about like um like a flaming like a flaming boulder would be awesome that maybe does lower damage but has like this burn effect mm -hmm. and that'd be awesome. it, potentially they tried it and they were like well that's broken and that doesn't work and like one bowler could take out the whole base i don't know like i feel that there's potentially something they could have done that was different from just like oh i it, it bounces right, it's, right okay goes one extra bounce okay cool man that, mm. that's great i think I like <laughs> something that would have been interesting is like they throw a bigger boulder and it doesn't bounce it just lands and just does like a ton of impact damage or something that's like, Splash or, like or splits at the end and goes in right. two or three different directions or do yeah, you know what I mean? I think... like yeah there's a lot like of... almost like a scatter shot effect but right yeah that would be cool troop. yeah that would be that would be really cool and, and like to focus it on to make it different from the super wizard to make it like a line effect right so it yeah. would throw this big boulder and then it crashes behind it which like okay is it that much different than it just bouncing a line no but it looks cooler <laughs> <laughs> and like yeah. it feels different you know and i think that's an important thing that supercell usually nails like really well is that feeling of satisfaction that you get from using the different troops and looking at the animations and watching all those things i think they nail that stuff and with the super bowler I, i'm with you mac I, it's just like one more bounce that's <laughs> like that's not it. even two not right. even double the bounces it's like just one <laughs> just just one guys it, it's all just calm down the fact that they don't want the Yeti situation to happen again, where Yetis mm. were introduced and they, what, immediately had to nerf them after two weeks. And with everybody complaining about the Dragon Riders being so overpowered in the game, you have to imagine they're very concerned about balance in the game. T, do you have any ideas as far as how Supercell is viewing the introduction of this troop and the way that they need to balance it within the game and not, not making it so that the casual player can just take take their finger on their iPad or whatever it is they're using, drag it across the screen and automatically all these bowlers just completely destroy the entire base, just like a wall of Yetis. I think they're being cautious for sure. And I, I think that's partially due to the fact that, you know, they introduced, introduced this new troop, the dragon rider, and it kind of took over the meta somewhat. Mm. Um, and I think that's smart. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I think that's an absolutely safe play. I think it's the right play. I, I just think you should also uh, be quick to express that to the community, right? Like, they should have someone saying, like, hey, you know, we heard your complaints that, you know, maybe the Super Bowl is a little, little underwhelming. We're going to give, 
content creators and you know attackers and Klaus uh, some time to figure out like maybe how to make this troop work. And if nobody can make it work uh, in a reasonable amount of time, then maybe we'll look at buffing it. Right? Like I've always felt that that kind of communication between the community manager of a of a game and the community is something that's like smart. However, <laughs> gaming communities could be very toxic. So I can Ooh, totally yeah. understand their hesitation to want to convey that because then if they don't and people still view the troop as underpowered, then they've kind of like committed to this uh, promise that they may not want to fulfill. So I, I understand it. And I, I think they're doing the right thing of, of making it possibly underwhelming at first and, and then buffing it to be relevant as opposed to it coming out and just being insane. And then they have to nerf it. Like nerfs always feel much worse than buffs in my mm. opinion yeah very true and I, I know that you interviewed darian mac one thing that me and t have commented on about darian is he is the absolute best at saying a bunch of interesting stuff but actually giving out zero information <laughs> yeah man <laughs> so he, if you so ask him he said that on stream i almost got something out of him and then he was like and i don't even think it was going to be that big a thing but he checked himself halfway through a sentence said oh Oh, you almost made me slip up there. And I'm like, I let you sit down, man. You you were just in a flow. I just let you talk. <laughs> the balance thing is really interesting though, because balance for Supercell from Supercell's point of view is totally different from a player's point of view. So mm -hmm. when we talk about balance, we're talking about like not having a spammy troop. And Supercell to a certain extent are talking about that as well. They don't want every hit to be mass dragon riders they just run their finger across the screen and they all run across and they fly across and three star everything like mm -hmm. you saw that when miners first came out they don't they don't want that they don't want like but actually this is what i find quite interesting about the bowlers is that developers normally err on the side of buffing when they bring out a new troop or a new feature because what you don't want people to do is go nah i'm not going to bother Mm. yeah like what's the what, what's the point of introducing spending all that programming and uh, all that sort of staff time and design and development and all that to then have people go nah, i don't like it so mm. they they want something that people go like the dragon and people go oh, i need to upgrade this now i need to buy mm -hmm. some books i need mm -hmm. to spend some gems i need to get this upgraded so that i can compete and uh and so that's what for me is quite interesting about the bowlers Especially when I think the, th the thing with the bowlers is not everyone's using them at the moment because at the same time as introducing the bowlers, people also got a new level of hogs and miners and hybrid was already kind of effective. Mm -hmm. People were mm -hmm. making hybrid work at Town Hall 14 and now they've given them an extra level. So uh, yeah, I don't think Supercell are necessarily worried about over buffing anything because I just, that's why I find the bowler thing's interesting. I did a video on, um, shameless plug, uh, but I did a video <laughs> on um, on balance and games. Like, um, I play a lot of Warzone as well. Warzone is like, they're terrible for doing that, where like they introduce a new gun and it's broken and it's mm. absolutely overpowered mm. and you're getting melted by it for days. And then, and you're like, oh, I need to get one as well. And you spend all your time leveling up this gun and then they nerf it. And then mm. you need to find out what the, what the new meta is. What Supercell wants, I think, is that they want an even use of all of their troops, including the Golem, including the Valk in the <laughs> game. And yeah. that's what that's that, like. So the Golem, the Golemites having three Golemites popping out now, that was that was introduced because Golems they didn't really do enough. Mm. So yeah. they, they introduced this extra level. That in fact, I don't think they even gave an extra level at first. It was just level nine golems or whatever level it was now spawns three golemites instead of two and so like they are constantly trying to like make things viable think about lightning lightning was dead mm. nobody used lightning beyond town hall seven mm -hmm. and then they introduced these zaps and they were broken yeah, oh boy they sure. were broken <laughs> they were yeah. so broken it was when you so could, strong and then when they they changed it so you could zap the cc and it was just like okay well every attack is a zap it <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it's like how do i get it and and they, they did eventually nerf it, but they weren't in a rush to nerf it. They took their time and they mm. tweaked it. And I think they've got it quite balanced now. It's quite, the lightning is quite a nice balance and it's very viable in quite a lot of situations and right. very controllable with that single sort of beam as opposed to this randomized. Although it wasn't ever random, but it was difficult to sort of use in the way that mm -hmm. it, it came down. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's an interesting sort of concept. I've yeah, lost I mean, the train of thought. What was the question? 
<laughs> it's funny that you mentioned other developers though because like i've mentioned riot a couple times because i i find their balancing fascinating to watch and they do this similar sort of thing they come out with a new champion and they release skins for the new champion and they try yeah. a lot of times for that champion to be kind of overpowered so that people want to play it and want to buy it and i think it's interesting that supercell sometimes doesn't really do the same thing because they, I think they have, um, because they're a smaller team and it's like a smaller game and it's not as big, they don't want too many, like, okay, so you spend all this time developing a troop and you you put all this time and effort and you, you release it. You don't want people to just be like, eh, but you also really don't want them to be like, F this game. I'm never playing this game ever again. Yeah. This troop mm -hmm. is stupid, right? right? So like, there's a range of bad options. And I, I think that they're, they maybe purposely played it safe because the last group they came out with was super strong or they just like internal testing they couldn't nail the proper balance or maybe there's just some hit that we haven't discovered yet where super bowlers are actually super strong or i don't know maybe they they like they're thinking that um once the balance of base building shifts to cover hybrid a little bit better that maybe super bowlers become viable right like you I'm not sure how much testing they really do in terms of base building and attacking and all of these things um, that go into making an interesting troop. So I'm, I'm not quite sure, but I, I do think that it's like of the range of possible options for a reaction to a new troop, like meh isn't great, <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it, it's definitely better than outrage of people quitting your game because you've released some nonsense. I think it has the opposite effect. I think if a, if a troop is overpowered, I think you don't lose very many players i think you gain more you have people coming back people that watch a youtube video that has like oh wow this troop's amazing use mm. this troop now and people are like oh i'll pick this game up that's interesting so you have people coming back to especially i don't know like so i work work i stream <laughs> it's not work no, it's, it's so work <laughs> but um <laughs> but I, I sort of live in this sort of on the edge of this esports community i am not an esports player i am don't play the game enough and i'm rubbish i like if I three start, it's like happy days. That's that's awesome. Whereas <laughs> lots of uh, lots of the people we speak to are like, oh, this game, the game's too easy or it's too spammy and all that sort of stuff. And I can totally see how that's frustrating because you've got this sort of the the top level, the esports guys who are drilling themselves on attack strategies, drilling themselves on like ranges of troops and all that sort of stuff, like practicing, like just doing proper sessions and repetitions on it. But then the majority of the, of the Clash of Clans player base are guys that pick the game up less than me. They might log on once a day, do an attack. Mm -hmm. yeah. And if they never three-star, then, well, I suppose someone that logs on once a day and does an attack probably doesn't deserve to three-star. But mm. if if you have those people that like three-star is unobtainable, then people stop playing it. Fortnite's a great example. If like they introduce bots, and the reason that they introduce bots in these sort of ranked lobbies is so is they, they openly admit that it was to allow players who had never experienced winning to experience the joy of winning because mm. they recognized that actually there's some really good players and there's some rubbish players. And if you have them in random lobbies, then it's the same players that win all the time and the other guys die right at the start. I don't like I don't like bot lobbies, but I can understand the logic behind it of what they're trying to do. Yeah, and so that's so it's difficult with the uh, Clash of Clans because there's not really it's, any it's the same rules for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Right. There's no match. Well, there's leagues, I suppose. But I mean, but even then, like we we're in the the rookie division for EYG, and the range of opponents that we've faced yeah. has been enormous. Where you know you get some guys who are like, was that a is that a modded hit? Like where that, there's <laughs> that's how the level of execution is. Yeah, and then you get sometimes where you see people that you're like. Oh, okay, this is their first league warp ever. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And, and the the but variation. Oh, they set their base. Amazing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or like my first league war ever, which was right after Super Minions came out. And I had just been messing around with spam super minion attacks just for fun and like showing people like the troop and things. And then I forgot to change my <laughs> army cop so i go nice. into my league war and i'm planning this whole queen charge hybrid attack and all i have when i hit attack is super minions <laughs> and i was like oh <laughs> well then that's fun <laughs> so like so i streamed a guy um so i streamed uh, funfair warfare and uh, there's a guy who plays for funfair and every time i introduce him aj i remind the stream and him 
about the the first time I streamed him. So I thought I had found like you know like a content hit when you stream a hit mm. and you're like I've never seen this before. If this three mm-hmm. stars, it's going to be amazing. It's, it's mm-hmm. like I've I've got a video, and I was just like, "Wow, this is amazing!" So it was a warden walk. He started with his warden walk, and he had a hybrid, and I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing." Mm-hmm. I don't know how this is going to work. I this is this is this is new. This is different. I'm like saying in the chat, this is different. Yeah, that like I'm not being stupid here. Like this is an unusual thing. And basically, what happened was he had he had a pecker smash plan, <laughs> and uh, and he select, didn't select his army properly. He started his warden walk, and when he came to deploy his peckers, he was like miners. Uh, what? <laughs> All and right, so let's go. He then ran this, let's uh, go. Yeah, so he basically had the. It was just a complete cluster. I think he he got a high two or whatever. They won the war, which is why it's like a happy memory. He didn't throw <laughs> the war or anything wrong, but it was just like it's yeah. The the, the May the May uh, worlds were hilarious for that. In amongst all the chaos that was going on with, uh, did you guys take part in the the first qualifiers? The first no, we did not actually. We oh right, oh man, the, the, that Discord server was just uh, you could have streamed that Discord server. <laughs> yeah, so I it actually just... interviewed I interviewed Genghis Khan, uh, who's with Omnipotence, and they actually participated in the very first uh, world qualifiers. And he was telling me he had to wake up at they three a.m. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he said that they had to wake up at three a.m. and he was waiting like three to four hours for a match. And then there were some matches that were played, but then they weren't recorded. And then they had to replay the matches. And oftentimes the team who won the first match lost the second match against the same team. And it, yeah, like you said, it was definitely a cluster for sure. It was, it was absolute chaos. And so there was a whole load of technical issues going on that were, genuine technical issues and they haven't to be fair to supercell like the, or the or the company that supercell had to to run that that's been fixed for the following ones like was sorted out but in amongst all these genuine concerns of like i can't match my team it won't let us match or um it still won't let me register or what's going on and like why is this game broken why won't it let us register and all this sort of stuff in amongst all that chaos you had people who had basically because the application process was now in the game which is brilliant it opened up to a whole lot of people mm-hmm. you had people that had never done anything like this before taking part so in amongst all this chaos of like like just like the the world melting and burning down you had <laughs> you had, um, you had guys going it's not fair. My Town Hall 7 base, my Town Hall 14. Mm-hmm. I had the Town Hall 14, but it was my Town Hall 7 base that was uh, put up for the war. Or um, other ones saying, like, um, how, do we send a, how do we send a friendly war request? Like, there was all these sort of things going on. Or I didn't take the right army. And these sort of, like, sort of sh- just crazy problems, uh, user errors coming mm. through in the, uh, in the middle as well. It was so yeah. funny, man. <laughs> growing pains, growing pains. Yeah. So in honor of the Super Bowlers, I have a few dad jokes that will be right up your guys' alley. Mm-hmm. Lay it on me. Okay. You, you, you missed the first joke. Right up your alley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was a gutter so, ball. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how you do it, T. Thank, so, thank you, thank you. Did you guys hear? Strike did you guys hear that tea. the goblin? <laughs> yeah, I got you. I got you, Max. Sorry, man. I'm talking over you. <laughs> did you guys hear that the goblin stole the Super Bowlers bowling ball? Yeah. You know what he said when he was accused? I've been framed. Oh, boo. <laughs> did you did you hear that Supercell was trying to recruit Tom Brady for the most recent update? You know I why? B- because he's a Super Bowler. <laughs> oh man! Okay, That's I could terrible. Co- I could continue with more dad jokes, but I'll spare you. Oh, Are they dad jokes? Oh, I mean, I'm oh. a dad, and they're not. They're, they're not him. Yeah, those are pretty bad. <laughs> I, I like bad jokes, and those are those are almost too bad. <laughs> so we did have some new uh, defense levels that came out, and I'm curious to get your feedback, Mac, on those defense levels. They upgraded mortars and expos, but one big glaring miss that I noticed: what they they did not add any cannon upgrades. Do you have any feedback on that? Uh, we've already got the cannon upgrades, haven't we? We've already done the cannons. Just so, one though. There, there's always going to be. So, 
I can share you with my my prediction spreadsheet. Uh, I've been right on almost everything. I I just got the expo day wrong. Uh, but I'm, uh, I'm, all right, I'm, so I'm, need like a second level of canon. Yeah, you think, right. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. You. Expos needed an needed an upgrade. I, for sure. Like, yeah. I'm amazed that hadn't happened sooner. Mortars. I mean, what's the point? Like, yeah. <laughs> true. But, you, like, you know what's you know what's interesting about the mortar no upgrade. Well, okay. So here's the thing. I didn't actually pick this up because I didn't change my behaviors. But apparently, this whole time um, in Tunnel 14, you could use one loon to take out a mortar by itself. Yeah, I've always been doing the double loon drop because that was just like how it always worked before. And I never really even did the math. But now it's back to the two loon. So there you go. It's a five troops based nerf to attacking. And I think mm. it's going to be a, a massive change. No, either um, that or the loon <laughs> and the minion. Right. So, well, I, dude, at the, are so, so yeah, you didn't to need me. the loon and the minion anymore, <laughs> yeah. which I didn't realize for ages until someone's like, why have you used that minion? What a waste right. of a minion. I'm like, oh, I didn't realize. I mm. thought you needed the minion as well. Uh, I think we're going to get a second expo level whenever we get the hero level. My my thought is still that we're going to get five more levels of the main three heroes, ten levels of uh, royal champion, and then another cannon level, and then another expo level, what? among other things. But I think Do those think? are... Yeah. If you look oh, at the map, man, the heroes are so strong. So mm -hmm. people talk about balance in the game and all that. The for me, the main imbalance is how powerful heroes are. Yeah, we yeah, discussed that. Thirteen, they yeah. were so strong. Mm -hmm. Like when you're when you're able to start suing like fifty percent of the base, right? Like, that's just it's well. So we've talked about that a little bit. I'm curious, Mac, if you think that the it, it there's a few different reasons why we think that could be the case. But I'm curious if you think that the reason Supercell is really focusing on heroes is because that's where the money is. I mean, if you think about players and what they actually spend money on, they spend money on gymming up their heroes. Like that's the main thing that that people spend gems and every time that darian for example is asked well why don't you make heroes available for fcs or why don't you make heroes available for friendly wars when they're down and upgrading i think it's because they have looked at the game and recognized that they they're a company they're a business they have to make money in this game yeah, yeah. and this is a, a very valid way and, and i don't begrudge them at all for them deciding to focus on the heroes in a sense other than the perspective that like you just said now a player can essentially sui 50 percent of the base with a few ice golems and you know some well-placed invisibility spells i mean you can even have players like klaus who can hero up to 80 percent of the base so i don't know yeah. what do you think about that i just yeah i i totally get yeah i i think the i think supercell become really there was a time when the game was really stale, probably around about the time that you said that you took a break. It's mm -hmm. probably around about that time because it was like there was a real sort of like not not very much happening in the game. And actually it was Tencent that, that took over, like bought, like ended up with a bigger share. And I remember people talking about Tencent coming in saying like, oh, this is going to be terrible for the game. Um, it's going to, like, they're going to try and monetize it and all that. And you know what? The monetization has probably been the best thing for yeah. the game. They're yeah. so creative now in terms of like bringing out events, clan games, the pass, the, skins, the magic items, all that sort of stuff. Yeah. All um, the magic, yeah, the magic items, items the speed, yeah, speed of up. That all came off the back of uh, of Tencent mm -hmm. taking over, and I, th I think that's generally a good thing. But I don't, I think they need to keep some level of balance in the game. And if you can, if you could three star the base with just heroes, then the game's broken. And I think if you put fight the king alone, man, like the amount mm. of barbs that he spawns at the moment is just, mm -hmm. just yeah. insane. Especially the king yeah. himself, thirty six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's so tanky. And people, people don't rate the king. You always like you always mm -hmm. like do your queen first and all that. But he's he's insane. He's so strong, especially on defense. Like he can hold up a whole air attack. And yeah, the, all the dragons <laughs> walk onto him. Yeah, or, best air defense in the game. Yeah, exactly. case. <laughs> so, like, I, I, yeah, I don't. Unless there's a lot of extra defense levels coming out, I think that would really break it. It surprised that that for me was the biggest surprise when pets were announced. Yeah, because heroes were already so strong, and they were like, "So Town Hall 14's coming. It's got um, more hero levels." And you're like, oh, "Okay, that mm -hmm. you know, we'll have some defense levels, so that'll be okay." Like, and also we're giving these magic items to to uh, heroes to make them even stronger like what mm -hmm. you're doing what now 
And uh, yeah, the defenses are stronger, but they're not by much. Yeah, I don't know. I so, don't know. so Max, it's that let me run this thing. by you. So we've talked about this exactly like we're I think we're right in line with you where we're mm-hmm. we're kind of like the heroes are a little too strong. Town Hall 13, it was true. And Town Hall 14, it's even more true. Yeah. And the thing that I've kind of postulated is that one of the reasons why that might be the case is that the signature defense of Town Hall 14 is kind of a joke where like battle builders like there is a neat idea. I, I love the idea. I think it just didn't get pushed far enough. And so one of the things that I was thinking is like maybe they could do each battle builder was like a unique thing where like maybe there's like some of them are a poison effect or a freeze effect or some sort of anti-hero thing, right? Where like a kind of like a giant cannon from battle builder where maybe it just does like a ton of damage, but it's slow to reload. So like it would affect a queen charge, but wouldn't really matter for like a big spammy attack. And like maybe that that's one of the reasons why that the heroes are so strong is that there isn't really a signature defense for town of 14. Like, I don't know if you know any base builders, but the base building guide that I'm familiar with that was from Town Hall 13 did not really get updated for Town Hall 14. It's almost the same document. They pretty much just talk about how much, uh, like you get a few more compartments out of the new walls, but otherwise the guidelines are basically the same because there is nothing different about the defenses. Mm. And like, maybe that would be why the heroes are so strong. I think you're right. It is where the money's at so that they've maybe pushed heroes a bit too much. Mm-hmm. Um, like being able to buy a hero book and like that's the thing a book of everything or a book of heroes is what everyone wants in clan games mm-hmm. yeah it's, very uh, true so I mean, it's, the stuff, the, it's the what food. I'm willing to spend money on whenever I yeah. see that in the shop like that that's almost unless it's unless it's crazy expensive like if it's three bucks in the shop I, I'm buying it like that's something yeah. that I will spend actual money on and uh, and like it's worth the like the things to spend your gems on you buy your builders mm-hmm. right so if you're right. telling a new player you buy your builders and then training potions from the trader. And mm-hmm. actually, if you've got 500 gems, a hero book is a good investment. Like 500 mm-hmm. gems from the trader is a, it's a, that's a decent investment. Yeah, um, my rush so, guide says the same thing. It's it's training potions and book of heroes from the trader. It's the only thing that you should really gem if you're a free yeah. to play player. That's like mm-hmm. those are your best value by miles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So well, let's end off on the meta and, and where you think you see things going. Uh, miners, yetis, hog riders, golems. Bowlers all received a new level, and then uh, Dragon Riders and Inferno Dragons were nerfed. Uh, we obviously know the reason why Dragon Riders and Inferno Dragons were nerfed, because they were overtaking the meta. I've been watching a lot of streams and YouTube videos, and I have seen a pretty big shift in the types of armies that, that pro players are bringing with them. But Mac, what are you seeing in terms of the meta, and what kind of changes do you think we're going to see over the coming weeks? I don't think it's changed very much. Um, I think if you take like immediately before the update to immediately after the update, you've got like this, the dragon spam is still effective on the right type of base. And that's probably the change is that there's this caveat on the right type of base. And that's right. probably a good thing. Well, but, like dragon spam works on the right type of base. The clone spam thing still is still effective. I did Liz dragon riders and dragons um in 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 chance one yesterday and three starred and uh and then i did it again today and didn't um um, so but like it's so it's still effective lalo for me is still is still like the top level attack the top two attack and well that's the one that people use in legends all the time and people were forcing hybrid on bases and I think now hybrid players or people that loved hybrid before are now kind of forcing it on bases. I'm not seeing hybrid three star all the time at the moment, but I think that's because people are really keen to pro players, especially are really keen to do hybrid because they liked it so much at town hall 13 that they're sort of trying to do it on town hall 14. And I think the base builders, like I'm speaking to Kiki from uh, class champs and he was saying that, He's deliberately building. He's building against hybrid at the moment because mm. he knows that that's the attack that lots of players will be trying to force on a base because they really like it. Right. So um, not much has changed right now. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> well, so that you did say something that I, I think pinpoints it exactly is that air is still strong, but only on the right base. And I think the biggest complaint from the community before and the complaint from me as a YouTube watcher, and I'm sure maybe your complaint as a streamer 
is it didn't matter what the base was. Like everybody could essentially spam out dragons, dragon riders, inferno babies, whatever it may be, air. And a lot of the time it worked when now the YouTube videos and the streams that I'm watching, yes, air is still strong, but you actually have to do a queen charge where you carve out a part of the base and send in the dragon riders and the other portion of the base. You, you can't do minimal funneling and just expect your dragon riders to three star. T, have, have you been seeing that at all? Yeah, I think the biggest part of what will determine the meta is the base builders. And it always there's always like a couple week lag time. All the base builders are kind of like yeah. feeling out the changes and what's different. And so I think probably in about two or three weeks, we might see some shifts. One thing that, that I'll notice is that I was kind of underwhelmed by the hybrid upgrades. Like miners and hogs both got like kind of minor... Uh, you know, <laughs> I know. I did the joke do, do, again. Do, do, do. <laughs> <laughs> but they got kind of like small hit point upgrades, especially when you consider that they're usually in the warden aura. Mm -hmm. You know, miners went from like fifteen seventy five hit points to sixteen seventy five hit points. Like that's not really that big a change. But something that I'm noticing is that where previously I would try to force Blizzard Hydra on a base, I'm starting to think about. Queen Charge Hybrid as an alternative. If you pair those two attacks, they're good on completely different kinds of bases. And so if you have those both in your pocket, you can kind of triple almost anything with good execution because they're, they work on such different base strategies. So I think that's something that at least for now, while I'm still seeing a ton of the super anti-Blizzard bases where you have the corner town hall and then flanking bomb towers, like that's like the most annoying thing to try and attack. With Blizzard Hydra, while that's still common, I can Queen Charge Hybrid that no problem, mm -hmm. and so maybe that will make that base fall out of favor, which will then kind of make you know Blizzard Hydra come back. So I don't know. It, it'll be interesting to see what the base builders come up with because I, I think the the upgrades were fairly slim, even for the ground troops that got them. I'm interested. Like I haven't seen anyone really using Yetis anymore. Like I think I've seen a couple more. Maybe like a higher percentage of Yeti blimps, but I haven't really seen anyone trying Yeti smash, which I'm I'm curious at because we got a bowler level and a Yeti level, and I was kind of expecting to see something like that, but I haven't seen anybody do it. I'm curious if Mac, if if you've seen anybody try like a kind of Yeti bowler smash a la like Tunnel 13 um, recently, because I really, I mean, granted, there are very small changes in the hit points of these troops, so maybe it just wasn't enough, but I haven't really seen it. There's there's a bit of um there's a little bit of an element of like people have had to choose what to upgrade first. Mm. So yeah, that's true. That might yeah. be that that doesn't come in until everyone kind of went for either hybrid or maybe the bowlers as well, just to see what those new levels were like. And the Yetis were maybe just a little bit forgotten about. I've got a guy in my uh, in my clan, the Queen's Cowboys, that um that he's been doing Yeti Bowler Smash in Legends and been doing pretty well, that kind of enjoying it. Um, mm -hmm. And it's a really sort of simple warden walk one corner and then just quake open the whole base and then just mm -hmm. run everything through the middle. Whenever I try it, the bowlers all die off in the middle, but you know, um, so it's the usual story with bowlers, even super bowlers. Um, Does he do the, uh, the eight quake open up or the four quake and a jump? Four quake and a jump. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. And actually, you know, if you get the if you can get it on the town hall, you get the quake on the town hall, then the town hall will go down uh, quite nicely. You don't need many troops to get too close to it. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's it, it's difficult when you find those corner bases and you've got to get half, all the way across the base. That's sort of the challenge. It's the usual thing with uh, with legends. I think when Eric was on, he was talking about how hybrid will be hybrid will become the legends army because it's yeah. so flexible. Yeah. Um, because you can sort of, in the same way as sort of like. Blizz Lalo or or Queen Charge Lalo, and they're quite flexible as well, and you can sort of adapt the sort of the angle of entry and all that sort of stuff depending on the base. Whereas like Blizz Hydra, Blizz Drags is like very, very base yeah, dependent. Yeah, it's and and yeah. it's is you know, a little bit kind of sometimes you're just like, well, I might just have to take a two star on this one, or oh, I'm maybe yeah. I'm maybe going to like this is the centralized town hall. This is going to be a nightmare. Um, yeah. I'll hold on to Marcy and try and get her in the middle. So, um, yeah, I've <laughs> yeah. not seen Yetis too much. It's definitely not in pro level stuff. It's all been hybrid, mass hogs, or Lalo and dragon spam, to be honest, is still there as well. 
Um, but yeah. yeah, Yeti's not really in it. But yeah, the extra level of the Yeti, even in the Yeti blimp, will make it quite effective. Like, yeah. I what's funny is I think that there's going to be more. Like my my like sly prediction on the Discord was uh, Queen Charge Hogs might come into favor a little more because Hogs got a a slightly higher percentage hit point buff than Miners. It's like because they're only five housing housing space and they got 110 hit points. And the miners are six housing space, and they got a hundred hit points. So I was like, I mean, there's a little more of value in bringing more hogs. You know, hogs are obviously a more difficult to execute attack than hybrid because you have to worry about the heroes more, and you have to worry about the pathing more, um, and all the and like double bombs and that kind of thing. But I kind of thought that hogs would be possibly a little more of the ground meta. But I don't know. It's funny that you say that hybrid will become the legends hit because when i was in tunnel 13 and i was in legends i used blimp hydra uh, blimp hybrid on almost every single base because yeah. it was like even if this is base is ho- horrible and i have no idea how to attack it with hybrid i know i'm gonna get an 80 percent two star as like my floor because i could yeah. execute the queen charge i could execute the hybrid and everything was gonna work out okay you know even if it didn't go perfectly whereas i you said something too that just made it click one of the reasons why I haven't hit Legends in Tunnel 14 is because I don't have Hybrid in my back pocket. And I've been doing a lot of Blizz Hydra, and Blizz Hydra is not very versatile. It's it's super base dependent. And then you said that Blizz Lalo is versatile. And then I was just like, oh, duh, because every base, like every attack, you have a Hound if you need to do a Deep Blizzard, and you have plenty of Loons if you have to do a Shallow Blizzard. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, that makes sense. That's why that's a more versatile attack. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's basically you can you you if you watch like Boom Attack if you watch his like Legend streams it, it, like with Blizz Dragons you have to Blizz the Town Hall the Town right. Hall needs to go down but with or it doesn't have to but I mean like, really it, that's it, sort of, like, it really that's, does if you want yeah. a triple <laughs> yeah yeah it, it's like you can maybe send the heroes in but you don't have you don't have enough spare troop capacity to direct the heroes in that way it's like you mm-hmm. just you have to put them on a flank that's it, kind of you know I mean most of your house and space is spent on the dragons whereas with blizz lalo not that i can do it um but you can you can blizz the eagle or the back you can blizz a whole different side and then you can have the the heroes going on a nice long walk eventually going to the town hall and then you can lalo the other side like this what's what's left you can mm-hmm. clean up lalo and that's that's how the that's how the pros are doing it but yeah i think the queen charge hybrid it's in, it'll make legends interesting because suddenly you've got two at the very top level. There's two types of attacks that the bases are going to have to build against. Mm, right. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So this has been an amazing discussion. We knew that it would be OP for sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mac, do you have any final comments or shoutouts you want to give? Uh, I don't know. I don't, wow. Um, I didn't even think you were going to ask me that question so that's no cool. you're good um, you're good I'm, pause, i mean let's let's give a shout out to um to clash with style because, he's definitely you know, op he's okay because he is op he's the best we, um, we had alex uh, on a couple weeks ago actually yeah he was a blast he was a great guest i, I yeah he is he's awesome he he was <laughs> did they tell you that he probably didn't tell you i'll tell you the story of when when uh, i first met alex um <laughs> oh, like met and by met i mean met on discord if that makes mm-hmm. sense i held my fingers up into quote marks there just uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um the streamer so, habits <laughs> yeah, yeah so basically so i just started streaming and i was like i was doing little tournaments and sort of just mocking, and i was like well oh, i quite like this sort of this esports side of things, that's kind of what I want to go down. So I joined a bunch of servers and then found some other stuff and then basically came across Alpha League. And I was like, oh, that's quite cool. 1v1. That's like, I've been running 1v1 tournaments. This is like the next level of 1v1 stuff. I really like this. So basically hopped into the server and then basically like just like, well, who's the, who's the, the admin? Oh, there he is. Right, right at the top. Right. Okay. Clash with style. Right. Cool. Click on that. Hey man, I'm interested in getting the uh, streamer role. Um, can you uh, like? What do you need any information from me? Here's a couple of my links and all that. And his reply back was was one sentence. It was like uh, for what server or something like that, for what competition. And I was like, oof, okay, this has landed wrong. Uh, oof, here we go. Um, and so I then like well, big long thing, sort of explaining who I was, and it's for Alpha League and all that. And then I think he obviously clicked on stuff, and he's like, wait, you're from Scotland? And I'm like, yeah. 
and on my Twitter profile, it had for absolute ages, it had um, the number one Clash of Clans streamer in Scotland um, <laughs> because I genuinely didn't think there was anyone else that existed. And I, I kind of put it down as a joke. Like, like it's such a stupid thing to say. And, uh, and yeah, and, um, and he was like, oh, I'm from Scotland as well. And I was like, what? I didn't realize it. And then I like looked up his YouTube. And I was like, 2K subscribers. Like, this guy's like crazy. And like, <laughs> and he was doing streams and all that sort of stuff. And he was just, he was awesome. He helped me out with like the, my first stream uh, for Alpha League and all that and put a like, shout out on the server and all that, a whole lot of people. And it's just kind of sums up the way that the Clash community, Clash streaming community is, where basically everyone's quite helpful. Well, in the most part, but everyone's really helpful and supportive for each other. Do you know what I mean? You very rarely get someone who's kind of swimming against the tide, if that makes sense. Like everyone's sort of looking out for each other and helping each other out and just everyone knows each other, a really good friend. And it's just, it's really nice. And uh, yeah, so yeah, we'll give him a shout out because, you know, he's, <laughs> he's a good lad. You should probably all go and give him a follow um, yeah. on uh, yeah, Twitch. Yeah, he needs a... Uh, he needs, a, he needs, he needs every following again. Is that what you're saying? He needs a boost to catch, <laughs> catch up with me on Twitch. <laughs> terrible, terrible. I mean, he's still absolutely smashing me on, he's smashing me on YouTube. But, you know. <laughs> All right. So uh, I think that's going to be uh, about it for our episode. Um, just real quick, Mac, just let everybody know where they can find you and find your content. I'm on uh, I'm McKenzro, M-A-C-K-E-N-Z-R-O. Uh, it's McKenzro on Twitch and it's McKenzro Gaming on YouTube because someone already had McKenzro. Who else has the name McKenzro? Like, <laughs> it's nonsense, but it's, it's already the number used on YouTube. three streamer on Twitch. Yeah, exactly. It's got- <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I just want to say thank you so much, Mac, for coming on. I had a blast. Um, I'm sure Tip did as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, uh, cheers, guys. Um, it's been awesome. Awesome. Uh, you can check us out on Twitter at TipDog20. Please check the description for the episode. Wherever you listen to this episode, you can find the link for our Discord server. Please join. We have a, a ton of fun in there. Discussions have been going on, and you can do things like ask Mac uh, questions or mm-hmm. ask our future guest questions or give us feedback on episodes you would want to hear or tips or episodes that you, you need. All kinds of things happen there. It's, it's a good time. Uh, and thank you so much for listening, and uh, we'll see you next time.